Welcome to the Halloween episode of Vodka O'Clock. Continue listening at your own risk. Hey everyone, it's Amber Love and you are listening to another episode of Vodka O'Clock from AmberUnmasked.com. And since we are merely days from Halloween, the official Halloween, because for me, by the way, it's all month long... Uh, I thought that the perfect guest for Halloween week would be Howie Knoll, the creator of Terra Normal. So, Harry, welcome. Hey, thanks for having me, Amber. I, I love being here. So, uh, you know, just to fill people in, Howie was on the show back in 2013. It's been a while. Wow. Um, and we get into some really spooky subjects. And uh, you were also, it was awesome, one of our contributing artists to Superhero Weekend's charity auction, which helped us raise $4,000 for the court appointed advocates for foster kids. So thank you. Boom. Well, thank you. It was my pleasure to uh, be a part of that. I'm glad I could help out. And one of the things that you did um, was, well, I should say the, the, the sketch that you did for us was uh, the walking dead sketch. And um, that's because I know that you have like certain niches that your fan base goes crazy about and that you do great promotions for and the walking dead was one of them yeah yeah i'm a huge fan of the show and the comic and i actually um have a friend that does the social media we just became friends he liked my work and he shared it a lot on their twitter and stuff and i've actually done a couple pieces for their website so i did a thanksgiving a uh, fun little Thanksgiving piece for their website, and I helped them um, with this year's uh, April Fool's Day gag. So it was like a Walking Dead, but for kids. <laughs> and a lot of people fell for it, which was pretty funny, because he animated it so well. It's my friend Brian over there. And so, uh, yeah, I get, uh, I, since I love the show, and you know, it's kind of like my Star Trek in a lot of ways. I like Star Trek too, but you know how people are impassioned about that, and uh, it's kind of like I'm so into the show. So I love drawing them, and I've gotten to meet uh, a bunch of the actors from it, and they've just been all really cool and um, really a warm reception, given a warm reception to my art of them. So it's just been a cool thing that I can share with other people. That is so cool. And like, and I have to apologize because if anybody can hear the ridiculous amount of noise in the background right now, it's because my house is still under construction, as always. I call it the Winchester Mansion built by Hobbits. <laughs> and it'll never end. It'll never end. The construction will never, ever end. And it's built by hobbits because, like, all of the ceilings are really low. So if you're a tall person, you will smack your head a lot. Um, but, yeah, there's just they're, – they're just cutting up cinder blocks right now to build another wall. It's like you'd expect us to have a moat, but we don't. I really wish we did. Oh, you should get one. Tell them to I make would one. Love, yeah, no, I have asked for a moat. Because there's this wall that goes around the house that cars crash into because there's a very slight curve. Wow. And so I'm like, why are we rebuilding the wall? Just patch it. Just fix this part that they always crash into. Just fix that up. Paint it bright orange, like deer safety orange or whatever. And stop, uh, you know, constantly rebuilding this thing. Because we're on like wall 3.0 at this point. That actually fits into the Walking Dead, too. The wall. Oh, does yes, it? they have the wall? they have a safe okay. zone right now that's in Alexandria, and that's where they spend most of the time in the comics from now on. But they have a wall, and that's the main thing. But a tr- on the newest episode, spoiler if you didn't see it, uh, a truck ran into it. <laughs> but it still oh. stood. But it's similar to your story. I get, yeah, no, it's because they read my, they read my tweets. Yeah. So I tell They're you, like that's a good idea for the show we're using. Yeah, cars running into my wall yeah. because. Um, 
it's ridiculous. I mean, you'd think that they were trying to keep immigrants out or something. That's, like it's the, a Trump wall. A it's Trump a Trump wall. wall. Um, gold. It it yeah it should be gold. No, so it's like why they're replacing it with they're replacing the insurance company because of course the guy who crashed into it his insurance was covering it, but they're replacing the entire wall instead of just the spot that got wrecked, and I'm like why are you doing this? It's just like, and they're like, oh, because it might not match. I'm like, it is ugly cinder blocks, gray cement cinder blocks. Like, there's really no concern if these 12 cinder blocks don't match the other ugly cinder blocks. I I think they're doing it because his insurance is paying for it. Yeah. And they know they can get more money out of it that way. So they're going to push it. So if you want to contribute to my vodka fund right now, yes. go to Patreon, <laughs> patreon.com slash Amber Unmasked, and you can sponsor the show because I need to be drinking a lot of vodka to get through this because I don't know when they're going to be done. <laughs> the Winchester House never gets done. Did you... No, the Winchester, no, really. The Winchester House is never, ever, ever done. Yeah, well, I went there. I got I got, I got, got to go there, um, I think, a couple of years ago. It's creepy. And, well, now you can visit mine. Yes. Now that you're close, we're like neighbors. Yeah, and do you allow drinking too? Because they just got their liquor license. Oh, good for them. Yeah. <gasps> you can sleep at the Winchester house, get drunk, and then fall down the steps or walk out the We can. We can totally and we can do like a seance or something yeah. up here. Yeah, absolutely. I don't have a dedicated seance room, but that's a life goal. She did. I know she did. did. You see it? Oh yeah. With the spiders, yeah. the spiders in the we windows know- too. I've oh, yeah. never been there, and yet I've done. I think I did a paper on it in college. Oh, I think I did. I, think, awesome. I don't know how I worked that in, but I remember I researched <laughs> it for some, some reason. She liked the number thirteen too. Yes, everything. Like I remember, like the reading about the seance room, mm-hmm. and the like. There were like thirteen cloak hooks, mm-hmm. and like the the windows had to be like precise count, and the glass panes of the windows had to be precise. Like everything. Yeah, and in case people don't know that are listening, it's because. She went to a psychic who wasn't like a real psychic. She went to basically a scam artist who just kept taking her money because she's loaded. I mean, the Winchester is the Winchester rifle, and that's how that family got their money. They invented one of the most fucking, one of the greatest, deadliest guns of the entire <laughs> entire history, right? It's a genius weapon. And But this this uh, psychic said to her, oh, well, it's, it's haunted because the, the spirits of the Native Americans are coming to get you because you're you're." Your husband's gun killed so many of them. Those so the way to get rid of them is just to keep building that house to appease them. That's why she kept I, building. And I think that's that was brilliant on the the part of that money maker. Yeah. What a creep! <laughs> well, I don't know. I mean, I'm wondering if he had like a, a Cheney Halliburton thing where he where the psychic owned the construction company too. Because oh, oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, true, so true. Yeah, she just kept building though. It's really amazing. She did. And I mean, you know, and for her own mental health, I mean, that poor woman, I mean, it's fascinating, a fascinating story because she just was losing more and more of her mind. And, um, you know, and there's, it's just, it's something that happens. It was like a grief process, even if it wasn't just the grief of losing her husband, it was just she became really invested in the grief of all of these people that they were responsible for killing. And I think nobody and, will tell her no. A lot of rich people don't get told no because they surround themselves by people that will say yes. You know, so by the time you're building that fifth door to nowhere, I mean, they're just going to let it slide. <laughs> she just has a door that drops to nowhere. So Yeah, 
That's in order. The, that was the deal was they had to keep construction going 24 hours because if construction were to stop them, the spirits would, would haunt them. So there, like there were, I don't even know if they ever drew up plans or if it was just like, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Just keep your saws and your hammers going. I don't, th- I don't think it could because some of the stairs lead up into a ceiling, you know, and yeah. not like so, it leads you up to, it's just ends. And then they have all this material left over there, just rooms of material. So you can see it and you're like, man, I'd kind of like some of that glass. It's like really expensive material that she, they have just laying around because they don't, they're just showing you this is what happened. It's unfinished, you know? Yeah. So I guess there was no uh, like project direction yeah. to just, say okay well we're going to build a room and this is what the room's going to look like it was like just keep doing stuff like you know sort of sort of like a like union labor like just keep working you're getting paid for the hour it doesn't matter what the fuck you do yeah and now it's like this weird disneyland so you go there and you know it's got a little ticket booth that's creepy i think that's creepier than anything the ticket booth and it's got a speaker system and and you go in and they even have the cool thing is i took a picture of it and they have a gingerbread house like a candy house version of it in the little museum area. <laughs> That's weird. <laughs> they have a gift shop too. Yeah, I heard about that and that they used to have, they had like food carts outside. Like they didn't have like real, I guess like a cafe, cafe of any kind. But it was just like, I can't remember. There's a cafe. Yeah, I can't remember because I didn't eat there. I know that. Like we just went in, but I, I was excited because they're, you know, they have that liquor license now. So you can sleep at the Winchester house and get trashed and try to go down her tiny steps. Because <laughs> their steps are weird. They're really weird. They're dangerous because they're just, they don't have a normal, I guess she was smaller, you know, so sh- her, she didn't need steps to be big for other people. So it's really a trip to walk up and down them. That's cool. And it's, I, I've known a couple people who have gone, I've seen all the pictures of it. It's really amazing. I'd love to go someday. Um, it's in San Jose, California, mm-hmm. as far as I remember. Um, so, uh, the Jersey version of that is apparently my yeah, house. Yeah, that's pretty exciting. You need one on both sides. You're like Disney yeah. World. I I I would I would like to and you know, it's anything to offset the cost, I guess, of whatever shit goes on here. Although, like we said, this is this is an insurance issue, but still, it is. But still. It's because they have the insurance money, and they're like, you know what, we can just work on this forever. It, it's inconvenient. I want ticket sales at the very least. Yeah. It's adding cool background ambiance, though. I like it. Is it? Well, it sounds. It's. I don't know if it's actually a chainsaw or what kind of machine it is, but it's funny. I guess the chainsaw sound goes with our Halloween it theme does. episode. Yeah. Um, you know, because a lot of. Uh, I don't know why chainsaws keep coming up in my conversations the last couple of weeks. <laughs> it's a weird thing. Um. You know, because you you were not living up here, but you're still East Coast when uh, the massive superstorm went through. Yeah. So I now have experience chainsawing. I'm terrible at it. Oh, you've chainsawed a tree. I have chainsawed a tree. I'm I'm so my arms are so weak. I have like weak <laughs> like spaghetti arms. Like they're just. I've, so I could barely lift the darn thing. So all I could do was like things that were closer to the ground already. But trying to like lift it up and you know, like get significant leverage behind it. That was just not happening. Yeah, not for they're me. They're heavy. Not- I mean, it's like, I don't, Ash is very strong and evil dead to have one on his hand. Yeah. One-handed. Well, I, they should, they should draw him properly. Whereas he'd have like one Popeye looking arm. <laughs> because that's what would happen. I think he'd 
rip his arm off with that thing, wielding it around the way he does, but yeah. he's a pro. That. He's super strong by that point in the second one, so. Yeah, yeah. There was I know there was a big um, off-site to-do event thing uh, at New York Comic Con. I didn't do any of the off-site events, though. Yeah, I only got to go for the one day, so I missed it all. I didn't even get a foam chainsaw, which I met. Oh. I wanted one of the foam ones for no reason. But you should get a real one now. now live yeah. Here. Uh, yeah, I'll need one. I'll get my own. I'll have my own Evil Dead shed. Yes. Because he likes to draw chalk outlines around his weapons for some reason. <laughs> in this shed. So I guess if you know one's taken. Oh, boy. Well, I can't wait till you get the get your new place and get all set up. It'll be fun. Yeah, we'll have a party. We can build that shed. We can bring your construction okay. friends over and they can build it for me. Oh, absolutely. I'll bring my tarot cards. Yeah. We'll have a big old, big old party. Oh, we'll have a seance we'll have, room. We will have, we'll have a seance and, uh, you, you can, um, provide some of the booze. Yeah. Yeah. We'll just have a seance room and then booze in it. That sounds awesome. Um, and now that you're here in the glorious garden state, have you seen that there was a Jersey devil sighting a couple weeks ago? I saw that picture and I'm very, yeah. I'm wondering just somebody threw their dog up in the air, I guess. It kind of looks like it looks kind of like a a goat yeah, with wings. Yeah. The Jersey Devil's interesting. I, I, you know, I nobody's and now in these days when we ha- everybody has a camera and everybody considers themselves a photographer, right? Everybody to the point where they have logos on their photos, but they never can get that clear photo. It's sad. Yeah. I don't think I would get a clear one either, though. And to to be honest, you know, for the 300 pictures of my cat that are on my phone, it's true. Like, she is so hard to photograph laying still on the couch or on the bed because they're all blurry. Yeah, you'd think you'd get that one where you're like, hey, Jersey Devil, you know, you whistle and turn right away and you're, yes. Hold that that pose right there. I think think it reminds me of when somebody's, did you see that horrible thing where they stuffed a cat? The guy's pet died and he made it into a drone? That's probably what that is. That's yeah, I, I that was horrifying that drone cat. I, <laughs> it's just it horrific. Was, it's just a nightmare. It, it was nightmarish and it was all over Facebook yeah. and like you couldn't just um you know like hide the image yeah. or anything because when you link it's not really the image so it's more like a preview image and it just doesn't go away. I mean it's a dead animal. Somebody's dead it, pet it, that they decided to stick a, a wing it, on. You know, and I like I like some fun, terrible taxidermy, like, you know, because I'm a big fan of the bloggers. Yeah, yeah. You know, she talks about terrible taxidermy. But that sticking sticking your cat with a propeller and engine, whatever, whatnot, like, no. My wife has talked about getting our pug taxidermied. I couldn't deal with it. Aww. I couldn't deal with him just sitting. I mean, it wouldn't be like making him into an airplane, but. But just like seeing in the him. Yeah, I can't deal with that. It'll freak me out. Was this Moolah? No, Hogan. She wants oh. when Hogan passes away. She, Hogan. I'm like, no, he's getting buried. He's getting cremated. Maybe we can wear him. Yes, but see, that's that's what I had wanted to do. I was like, you know, because I had a few cats cremated, and you can like get the um, remains turned in cremains. Sorry. Cremains. Turned, cremains turned into a diamond or yeah. something, or you can snort them. And if you like, I like suppose Keith Richards. You can, yeah, I suppose as long, yeah, I don't think you're going to get like mad cow or anything. Maybe. I don't know. This is the Halloween episode for that reason. Yes. We are talking about disgusting things. Creepy. Snorting your pets. Snorting pets. You've been warned. 
we, I wish we had one of those old, old kind of, um, one of those music, those, those old, you know, instruments like the Ed Wood. They, like, they get those weird sounds. Oh, yeah. <laughs> add that. Yeah. Yeah. I'll have to change the theme music just for yeah, 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 yeah. You're it's like your Simpsons Halloween episode. Yes. But we got the yeah. that Jersey Devil. I'm sorry to say. I have to do this a lot. People share photos with me. And they do it to my friends too, or on like ghost hunters. They always get photos. I have never once seen a photo that really I was like, that's a ghost. Or that you know, like just because, you know, it's just I, I don't I don't know I've never seen a photo that has convinced me that that's a, like actual paranormal activity. But did you see the thing that came out today? We're recording this on it's a Tuesday the twentieth. Um, the phenomenon over in China where it looked like a floating sky, a floating city in the sky. I have to look that up. I okay. haven't seen it yet today. Okay, it's an actual atmospheric event thing. Okay. Like, it's something that happens between the hotter air and the colder air up on the clouds. It's like a mirage? Yes, and and so it's like this sort of mirage, and they look like actual buildings with hard corners and everything. That is very cool. I see it right now. And it's called a a Fata Morgana or something? It looks like an old city. Yeah. (laughs) It looks like Inception. Like so if I were to see that, I would go bonkers, and and I would I don't care about the scientific explanation. I'd I probably just pack it up it. if I saw that in the sky. It's wildly beautiful and mystical and magical, and I would just be like, angels, yeah, angels live there. Yeah, like there you go. That's proof that there's other things. It's very weird, and some of these are colored green too. I've noticed somebody highlighted them green to make it even spookier. Wow. Yeah, that's, hopefully that's science, you... right? <laughs> could you imagine? Could you? I mean, it could, it's probably like radiation poisoning or something. Well, they have terrible pollution there, so maybe they're just yeah. creating a whole village in their dirty skies. You know, maybe that's what the next step that that pollution creates another inhabitant up there, and now these things have built a city. It's so thick. L- yeah. L.A. will be next. Though. L.A.'s getting it next. India yeah. is going to get one. I heard they're terrible yeah. too. Yeah. Um. Di- ti- yeah. That's that's really weird looking. That's. Uh, well, did you hear about the planet? What is that planet? Kiv? Like KIV? Did you hear about no. this planet that they saw? Now I can't. I'm trying to find a better source on it, but uh, this is great for this this podcast because I'm so excited. KIC eight four six two. Like they need to give that. I think it's a planet. It is not a planet. This is what I'm reading. I'm so terrible at delivering this news to you. Uh, well, it's, and of course the first few things that come up are Reddit. Fuck yeah, 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 it is Reddit. It's so Reddit. They're like, it's not a planet. But anyway, let's just say this star or whatever. They think on this, uh, telescope, the scientists believe that, that it's an alien-like structure built around it. I oh, just want that to be true yeah. so badly, you know? I, I remember, yeah, this was like a few days ago and, and they were talking about, you know, possible alien you know, proof of aliens and, and I didn't click and and dive into anything because I was like, you know what? We just found like, you know, that there was water on Mars. Yeah. Let's, let's be cool with that for a little bit. Yeah, they're going to jump ahead and just tell you this. Somebody's built scaffolding around this star. Yeah. The art and... is pretty cool, though. They've made up, you know, like Photoshop digital renderings. And I was like, that's so awesome because it's like something from Star Wars. And apparently they landed in China first. <laughs> yeah, they're starting to build. They're starting to build in China now. 
I just like it. I mean, I you know, that's really cool, and that'd be greater news than having to deal with ISIS. Yes, well. But we still have to, maybe the aliens can get rid of ISIS for us. I mean, for as advanced as we are, I, I would not blame another, you know, alien race for overtaking us because of our stupidity. I mean, as long as I can keep my uh, computer and my books. Yeah, I've, you know, I've, I've said that too. I'm like, <laughs> need to be, need to live in a cabin away yeah. from everybody, but with really good Wi-Fi. That's what I want, a cave with Wi-Fi. That's what I'm actually yeah. looking for in Jersey with house on it. It's a cave? Yeah. Well, okay. I'm not sure about the about Jersey caves. I know a friend of mine used to live in a cave in Pennsylvania. Really? It's ridiculous. Yeah. And I can't remember the name of it. It wasn't Crystal Cave. It was another one. But her family is was the, the they're the owners of this cave. And so she, you know, it was like the greatest thing for her to just have a deadpan straight face and just tell people I, I live, live in, in a cave. cave. Because she, she did. That's <laughs> that, it's probably one of those where they have the um stalagmites and stuff and people come in and look at them is it like that yeah yeah, yeah. those are popular in pennsylvania because that's where i grew up so. yeah, <laughs> tours of that yeah stuff. that's what yeah. we've got and we've got indian trading posts yeah that, corn and uh, little league oh okay well yeah we have a lot of jersey corn too. yeah we're big on little league too that's about it little league i guess that maybe the jersey devil eats corn maybe and i and heard he eats animals animals and well they he sucks the blood yeah and and probably lives on tomatoes or maybe it's really tomatoes and people mistakenly and like, think he's just vegan blood. and they're accusing him of being a monster yeah see and he's just Mis- really into tomatoes you get you know you gotta get that weird jersey book do you have that weird new jersey yeah, yeah i had a, I had a bunch of issues of it somewhere yeah i follow so follow good. them too they're a riot my one friend wrote weird massachusetts too which is exciting that I know somebody that wrote one. I picked up weird. I got weird Pennsylvania, I think, for Christmas, and I have weird Maryland. That's totally what I'm into because I put a lot of that stuff into the paranormal comic. That's my research. It's <laughs> awesome. Looking up the real there, life weird stuff. There's so much weird stuff. I mean, one of them was like there's an a uh, like a bunch of dolls or mannequin parts. Yeah. Like I, I don't oh, yeah. know if a factory just like took its dump truck. <laughs> dumped its supplies out there and was just like, we're not dealing with this anymore. That, but, that's better than like, the flip side of real people parts. Yeah, I suppose. That happened in Pennsylvania. Like, oh, people parts? Was it a body farm? It was. <laughs> I think they were trying to make a body farm. It was a it was a um, funeral parlor, and the guy got lazy cremating the people. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> oh, he got lazy, so he'd hand you, like, fake ashes, and he'd just be dumping the bodies behind his place, and a guy was walking his dog in the woods and found some. Oh, boy. Went to jail. That's brilliant. Yeah, well, it's just, it's, you know how you slack at your work sometimes. He was like, "I don't feel like burning these bodies today. <laughs> <laughs> Give them some old ashes." Oh man, my grandmother was paranoid enough that they uh, would steal the jewelry. Oh, my mom did that at a funeral. She uh, with my grams. She made them take the rings off during the funeral. Yeah, yeah, that's that was the thing. So I can remember when my grandfather died. I went out and bought like a replacement fake wedding ring i mean i spent like 300 bucks on it anyway because i wanted Jeez, it to that's pretty it. good for a fake it was well you know but i figured with it wasn't anything he ever wore in life that sounds so. pretty real to me it was real <laughs> but it wasn't it wasn't his you know yeah so i'm like he's italian he had to be buried with gold ah gold yeah <laughs> and uh so yeah like right before the coffin was closed it was like okay take the jewelry 
Oh, real quick, Dan, take it, or he did. He got it. He get to keep the old I, one, though, the new one. Yeah, no, no, I didn't keep it. No, the new one was to be buried. Okay. And like trying to explain that and do this stuff like on the sly was just like, okay, she wants the old jewelry, but I didn't want him to be buried with nothing. Yeah, so it was like you know coordinating and trying to be slick about. Okay, I know she just took this, but can you go put this one on? <laughs> we were less subtle. You could hear the cracking of the trying to get the rings off. <laughs> It was awful. It was. I was really like, my family is so dramatic. It was like, it was like, oh my god. You didn't bring Crisco. No, it was really. It was right. It was frightening. You bring Crisco to a funeral. And now that I know that for many reasons. <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh, I got your origin story oh. for for the Jersey Devil for the listeners. This okay. Is creepy. No. It was said that Mother Leeds had 12 children, and after finding she was pregnant for the 13th time, stated that this one would be the devil. In 1735, Mother Leeds was in labor on a stormy night, of course. Gathered around her were her friends. Mother Leeds was supposedly a witch, supposedly a witch, and the child's father was the devil himself. It sounds very familiar. And uh, the child was born normal, but then changed form. It changed from a normal baby to a creature with hooves, a goat head, bat wings, and a forked tail. It growled and screamed, then killed the midwife before flying out the chimney. And it's been there. See, I heard I heard it described as a horse head, but that specifically said goat this head. Goat, huh? The goat's, goat's always blamed. There's a goat man in um, Maryland. He's my favorite. Goat man. That's our Bigfoot. There's a, cause there's an episode, there was an episode of uh, Gotham. I don't know if you watch Gotham, but there was an episode about goat man. Really? I have to watch yeah. that one. I, I, I have to go on Netflix. I started again. Because I was watching it when it first aired, but then I had too many shows. And then they had that Balloon Man episode. I couldn't handle it. Uh, see, I, I'm like the only person that likes Balloon <laughs> Man. <laughs> he murders people with balloons. <laughs> it's very balloon. Schumacher. It seemed like something that would have been done in the animated series. So, oh, absolutely. Which, you know. I do like the look of it. I love the look of the show and... I just I just get bothered when they have like poison ivy and she's like my name's Ivy and I'm like oh God, you're killing me yeah well she's such a little kid I, uh, she's like I'm Ivy already you know and I'm like Batman's just yeah. beating up like mostly old people that's what I've learned from watching I show. think Bruce yeah Bruce Wayne is the worst part of the Batman show because he's so young and he's just so emo he's a petulant yeah he's just he's very so emo. emo like. Like, come on, there's something, I don't know if it's the actor or the director or the writing, <laughs> but everything about that kid's part, I detest. I think they could have aged him and just had him on the show, can't they? Or is Warner Brothers not allowing that? No, they probably could. They could like a Smallville thing, but yeah. then they grow up a little too fast. Yeah, or just have him gone. Because he's in his ninja training. <laughs> Why can't we have the show happen during that instead of he's 12? Right, that's, that's the thing. The whole part that's like the Gotham PD is brilliant. Yes. It's a lot of fun, yes. and it was great. And Fish Mooney yeah. and and the Penguin. And if you guys have not seen my Penguin Pumpkin, shame on you. Go take a look at my Penguin Pumpkin because it's awesome. Um, there's a tutorial on how to do it. Um, but yeah, I mean, uh, if this show was, I mean, it is called Gotham, but if it didn't even have the Waynes in it, it would it would be even better. I agree. I mean, they already got rid of some most of the Waynes. Just need to finish the yeah. job. But I mean, like, even Alfred is a total dick in this <laughs> He Alfred's a dick in uh, the last Batman movie. The Rises. The last... I, oh, rises. Uh... I thought he was a douche, personally. Yeah. Yeah. That's what. And, I mean, and the bar, you know, the bar's set really high with the animated series. Yeah. Yeah. So Everybody loves very, that. 
It's very hard to top that. The movies haven't done it. Nothing's done it. I love them. And I was a kid, so when the Tim Burton one came out, that made my, like, that was my Star Wars when I saw it in the theater. Oh, it's yeah. Well, that one. was fun. I love it. Fun. I adore it. Well, like the Sam Raimi Spider-Man. Right. That was fun. Right. People turn on that, too. Yeah, they did. And Scumbag. I'm like, what the hell? This was a blast yeah. when that came out. Yeah, I took my dad to see that. That was a great movie. And it really felt like New York to me. It felt like well, a New York yeah. movie. Like, well, because if you lived in Brooklyn, that like the bridges and stuff, yeah. like all that shit was really there. That's really real landmarks. Yeah, I mean, people don't know how lucky they are. They get comic book movies all the time now. That's why. They're like looking yeah. back and like, first X-Men. You know? <laughs> like the first yeah. X-Men was fun. <laughs> it was. Yeah, and they're just people are people are being assholes about it and trolls about it. Like, oh come on, you liked it fifteen years ago. Yeah, I know. I've turned into an eighty-year-old man. They don't know <laughs> what these kids don't know what they have. They don't know how well, lucky they have it. That's just it. And if they screw up Wonder Woman, then you can't like you can't say that they screw it up because then we'll never ever ever see her. So you have to automatically love. Oh, I'm totally for it. Yeah, I've already yeah. said publicly. Because people are trying to crap on her already. She hasn't even done it. She was looks awesome in the trailer. Stop it, people. Yeah. And I, I, I mean, I could like nitpick the outfit. There's like things yeah. I don't like about it. But overall, I like it. The only thing I think they need is like color. Let's get some I, color in those movies. Well, I just think that's the film. Sa- yeah, that's just the film saturation. Yeah. Because I, People have said that I've actually seen it in person. Mm-hmm. That it, it definitely does have it color. It has colors. Like Superman, he has so. gold in this suit. You wouldn't know that. Oh, yeah, so it's definitely, yeah. definitely a thing about um, the film saturation and the color. And the color, there's actually a really good documentary on Netflix. I think it's called Side by Side. Um, Keanu Reeves hosted it. Oh, yeah. Where um, they talk about film versus digital. And they do talk about the, the job of the colorist. Um, They're hugely important now. It's way different. So That's why you get those weird... That's why everything looks weird, kind of, in some movies. You know, they go too far. Yeah. Like, yeah. everything's changed. That that color cinematography, that I could just do whatever they want. It's it's kind of out of control. I actually watched, on Netflix, the pilot of House, and it's orange and silver. Yeah. Yeah, weird. I was like, is the whole show like this, or is our TV dying? No, it's probably whatever director they had for that It was pilot. Singer. Oh, well, there you go. <laughs> That's everything he does. Yeah. <laughs> so cold looking. It's like a refrigerator. I think he actually has like a part in one of the episodes, much later episodes, because uh, it was something about a baseball player. And he's so inside the episodes, he's directing a public service announcement that this this uh, baseball player is supposed to be in. And he's like a terrible actor. R- Brian Singer. Yeah. I imagine so. You know, what are you going to do? I, that Superman movie, I don't want to talk about it. You want to talk about a horror story? <laughs> Maybe it'll get better. It might. It might. I liked I, I, his was his one. That Superman Returns. Superman Returns? Uh, that was a piece of yeah, crap. Yeah, Superman's yeah. a super stalker. That was, that, was, that was all kinds of crappy. <laughs> hey, I found your Jersey Devil does have a horse in some versions. Yeah. See, Got a horse um, nog in here. And I can recommend two comics that, that have this Strange Nation. I don't know. I'm trying to remember. Uh, I was told Strange Nation was going to get a Jersey Devil appearance. So that, um, look look for that. Because I remember in my letters, call, like they asked for letters for the letters call. Yeah. I remember writing in saying, hey, where the hell's the Jersey Devil? Um, 
and footprints if you can go look up footprints that's all about um sort of hellboyish yeah. like you know the the creatures themselves are all uh, part of solving crimes that's very cool that's why i like yeah, doing so a horror book you can never run out of stuff so do you ever feel though like something's been done too much yeah like vampires i think vampires, when i like first started it i wasn't gonna do vampires have kind of died down a bit now and my friend actually in the comic i added her um raven quinn she's a great musician she's battling breast cancer right now and i wanted i said can i put you in the comic you know and she loved it cause she always wanted to be in it and i i just drew her with vampire teeth because she likes to wear them for halloween and i was like i don't know whether your character should be a poser like a fake vampire or real and she said she wanted it real so I that she'll be the first vampire and probably only vampire. Unless I do some Lost Boys thing. I've seen the photos of her. She's beautiful. Yeah, she is. She is. And I actually um I drew her with her bald head before she knew. And she said that actually helped her, which was like really moving for me. That helped her get ready for it. I said, You have a wonderful head. I predicted it right. Yeah. Yeah, I, I can guess that from doing caricatures. I guess I'm pretty good at, you know. You're, you're good at that <laughs> yeah. bone, bone structure. Well, yeah. Important. Guessing people's you... craniums, unless you have something weird up there and I can't, you know, sometimes that people have uh, birthmarks they don't know about. I can't predict that. But if you want to know what you'd look like bald, you can come to me, I guess. Which is good. Because I have a gigantic, like, lion's mane of hair at this point. Yeah. I, it'd take a lot of study of my head. I, I think, could probably so. guess. Okay. We'll never, we won't find out, hopefully. Yeah. Well, I do wear it pulled back a lot. There you go. That helps. See, that's what I go off. She had, she didn't really have pulled back, but she had, you know, like I could just guess. I just kind of guesstimated it worked. But I think, I think those things get definitely horror stuff can get played out definitely, you know, and you just got to watch what, like, that's why, you know, I think each book of my series would switch. So you have ghosts. We'll do a little bit of ghosts in the next one, but also start adding aliens. And also the next book, I have an anthology, so I could do all these other stories. So you can, I can have, you know, a lot of things. So we're doing a Halloween special story. Um, my friend Leonardo Gonzalez is a great illustrator. He's going to be illustrating this one, and it's going to take place in Mexico. And it'll actually have the uh, their saint, the the saint of death. You know, they have the mother. Oh, okay. They have some of the Mexican uh, criminals pray to the mother of death. Right. You know, right. so she'll be. Yeah, in- they have a. Yeah, they have amazing statues. Yeah, and really beautiful. So I, I wanted to do something with her because I took a trip to Mexico. And uh, so that kind of keeps it fresh. So I just try to try to do stuff that not – because zombies are pretty getting worn out, sadly. But Walking Dead's really popular. But I'm just saying, you know, would I do an all-zombie story? I'm not sure. Maybe a little one. But definitely, I think I think that's why you just got to keep going. There's, there's so much stuff that could be included in that genre. So I try to do – Science fiction, supernatural, and horror. So I'm not, you know. Right. Yeah. It's not like I'm doing any torture stuff, because I think that got played out pretty quick. And they had all those movies, like Saw. So I wasn't a yeah. big fan of those. Yeah, there was a lot of them. I know, it was just like, let's watch this guy's toe get cut off. Yeah. I'm not into that. Well, if you, if you throw the Jersey Devil in there, just, for, you know, you have the creative license. You can change it up and make him something cool, like a cat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll give him a horse face for you, though. Yeah, a horse face. But then it has, but then see, if you're going to go the horse route, then I just want it to be like an evil horse with like, you know, wings and stuff. Yeah, be a very, yeah. Oh, there's a creepy man like one 
in the water here that I found on Google. That's because right. it's supposed to walk on like the two legs and everything. It's like really bizarre. It's like the stupidest, ugliest demon thing. And some demons are pretty weird. Like if you look into it. even some of the angels, like if you study the choirs of angels. Oh yeah, you don't weird, fucked up shit in the choirs of angels. Yeah, you don't know what you're getting. I like the picture of the angels as just ridiculously good looking people. Right. That's probably safer fat... for me. Right or fat babies, right? That, yes, little cherubs. Yeah. But, yeah, there are some really fucked up angels. I don't want to get into those creepy ones, because then you have to read those parts in the Bibles where they're, like, sleeping with everybody, and you're like, ooh. I mean, like, one, didn't one of them, like, part lion, part something? Um, and then there are some that are just, like, just a speaking voice of wheels. It's <laughs> like, not, wheels. Like, that's not what you want to see. I was visited yeah, by no, an angel. It was just a wheel that spoke. Yeah, like I, I no, I'm all for the hot, hot androgynous. Yeah, person. yeah, I like that. Like, uh, what's the actress's name? She was in Constantine. Oh God, yes. She looks like David Bowie. Yeah, Tilda Swinton. Tilda Swinton. Yeah. She that yes, and then Gavin Rossdale from Bush. Those two are like angels yeah. to me. They should be. Yeah. Here's a horse-like yeah. one. See, this is what this horse one. He has a long neck like a giraffe, and then skinny, sad, skinny legs. Yeah, they don't they don't do the Jersey Devil well. So I think I think that if Terranormal were allowed to have a story of the Jersey Devil, I think it should redefine and reboot this legend. It should, yeah, that's what I would go for. He'd have really strong thighs. I think that's important. Some of them are just, uh, <laughs> <laughs> they, yeah, they're like chicken legs. Scare? Like I can snap one of those. I wouldn't be scared. You just catch him flying by. Kind of like some of them are just kind of like really badly drawn dragons yes there's, they're heavily influenced by dragons here or th- but the wings well yeah the, some of the wings are awesome but... here's a is this a jersey devil it just turned out to be a squirrel see that's sad yes that one that one was funny it was a squirrel with mange <laughs> mange is but... that's where the chubacabra comes from though oh is yeah it? Okay. a lot of people just find dogs with mange and they're like it's okay. a chubacabra and really it's just a sad dog with mange like a wild dog I'm sure there's some ex-wives that are called Chupacabra that really fit the bill. Yeah, the goat sucker. They're just goat suckers. Yeah. And then there's the uh, Montauk monster. Do you know about that? Yeah, yeah. It's sort of like Loch Ness. Yeah, but they're just sad little dead dogs that wash up on the shore. Oh. oh. People are like, we found a Montauk monster, and it's just a dog that's been in the water. In the water? Bleeding. Yeah, yeah. It's like a pit bull or something. It's sad. Oh. And you're like, that does look like a monster until, you know, like I, they, I have people that comment on the blog and they'll be like, it's a dog. Sorry. They Something like was caught on a Japanese fishing ship, though. Like, what was it, a year ago or so? Maybe two years ago? And they like, couldn't identify it. Oh, I'm sure that's true. You know, there's so much stuff in the ocean nobody knows about. That's the scary thing. It's like abyss. When you go down in the water, you have no idea what's there. I mean, that those giant octopuses are real, you know? Yeah, exactly. Like Kraken. Kraken is real. Kraken's totally real and delicious rum. I would. Oh my god! Do you imagine the calamari? Oh, gross! Do you imagine that? How good it would be if they fried properly. That would that would feed an entire like state. (laughs) There'd be more. uh, Just one of his. What are they like? One of those little circles. One of his little. I don't know what the proper term is. Sad. I've ordered it so many times and I didn't take the time to learn it properly. But 
I've heard too many gross things like the suction cups getting stuck on people's. Oh, no, I never heard yeah. that before. I get them fried. I don't want to look. I don't want them to look like what they are. And there's the one dish. I don't know what it is, but it's actually alive and moving on the plate. Oh, no, 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 no. I don't do that. Yeah, that like, like, I'd be a vegetarian that day. Yeah, I'm a vegetarian now always. Yeah, so. I, I don't I don't mess with things that are moving or look like they used to. <laughs> Sometimes they'll give you a plate of calamari and it looks like the thing. And I'm like, no, yeah. no, it's not. Like fish with the head still on no, it. No, I don't do that. That's just cruel. Or pay barbecues. No. Yes. I was just talking face. about that. Like serving the whole yeah, the, the whole pig roast thing with the apple in the mouth. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. That's not what I do. So that's creepy. This is turning into a really creepy episode just by thinking about food that I wouldn't eat. Yeah. Well there we go. <laughs> like those nuggets, do you ever see the nuggets that look like a chicken? A chicken head? No. Yeah. No. That's Weird. Yeah. It's got an eye hole and everything. But there's some, uh, you know, ethnic foods that they they use all these kinds of parts to things. It's nasty. That we're, not, that we're not used to. I know. And in other, you know, other cultures, they don't have the same thing we have. But Yeah. But I, I can't eat that. You got to make a burger for me or something. <laughs> just make me a side salad if you're only serving that fish head <laughs> I just can't deal with that that's like a whole new level I'm not prepared for that I just think I've been I've been made to accept certain things in my life but when you have a Halloween party don't you make disgusting uh, food well yeah but it's supposed to be pretend right you don't really want to give somebody eyeballs no you don't want to really have eyeball soup or yeah I started getting creeped out we once made um the meatloaf that looked like zombie foot. We made uh-huh. foot meatloaf, and it really disgusted me actually because the toes, the toenails, are onions. It's really gross oh, looking. God. It was a gross visual. Yeah, there's um, there's a, a thing that we used to do that was um, it looks like a kitty litter pan, but it's really just uh, like crumbled up uh, vanilla. Like uh, Oreos, vanilla Oreos, whatever they're called. Oh wow! And and um, and there's some pudding mixed in so that it, it sort of congeals together a little bit. It's really delicious to taste. But like then there's like fake cat poop. Ew. You serve it. You serve it in a in a kitty litter dish. Wow. And um and so you just like melt some tootsie rolls, so it looks like poo. <laughs> and you get really disgusting with them and like you know hang one over the side. <laughs> And you, you know, and your serving spoon is a scooper, is a pooper scooper. I don't think I could eat that. And it's 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 gross how delicious it is. Oh, yeah. Pinterest that you'll find. Oh wow. Yeah. Add that. I'm gonna pin that. Yeah. I'm gonna pin that. I made meth, fake meth. Did you? I I I know a couple people who have tried that. One had a really hard time. Apparently, you have to get it just yes, right. Yes, it is hard. It got sticky and melty. Ugh. But it lasted as long as we needed it for the costume. Like, cool. That costume was hot. The Breaking Bad, the the suits, because we got the 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 those yellow. The hazard. Yeah, man, they're hey man, they're sweaty on a Halloween. I would not advise that. I would maybe dress like he does normally. You do the underwear and the plaid shirt, though, right? <laughs> yeah, that's what I would go for. <laughs> that's what I would say. I have to be drunk for that. <laughs> That night, I just kept. We went to a haunted house, and I just kept yelling Jesse, like his voice. And I just kept yelling Jesse to get through the haunted house. <laughs> Jesse, I would just yell that, and I got twerked on by a Miley Cyrus. Oh my god! I was like, that's pretty fun. I mean, that's 
It's not really well, scary. Well, I understand. Uh, well, Miley. Well, some people think Miley's pretty scary. Yeah, that's true. When she when she's all stoned out or whatever. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I understand you have some big Halloween plans, though. I do. This Halloween, Halloween weekend, I'll be in Atlanta, Georgia. So if you're down there and down that area, you want to travel. The Walker Stalker Convention is on. I'm returning. This will be my second year in a row. It's really awesome. They've got Robert Unglin, Freddy Krueger. He's one of the guests. They got Daryl Dixon. Norman Reedus and Andrew Lincoln will be there one day. He's our, his tickets are already sold out. He does it all for charity, but everybody from the walking dead show is pretty much there. Almost That's everybody. Cool. Yeah. And I'll be drawing caricatures at tape artist alley table, seven fifteen. So I'm a corner booth, which is fun and uh, be taking commissions and do these walking dead sketch covers. And uh, it's just a really cool weekend. Last year is so busy. You know, it's, it's just really awesome. So if you're into you, it, you should stop by if you're in the area. You should and get a caricature. But do you, you know, not that I want to give you too much business because do you get to enjoy the convention? Oh, but I'm there to work. Um, so, yeah, but okay. I do get to do because actually the actor um, who played Bob from the show actually come by, came by to find me, which is really, really awesome. So that made my day. And and a lot of people like I have friends and the, the fans will bring stuff to the actors for me. So I kind of enjoy that more, you know, than being awkward in front of them. But so my sister will help out and get pictures and get autographs while I sit and work. I I've, I've run into a couple of them. I mean, I've run into Norman's Reedus, Norman Reedus in a bar. I didn't. That's awesome. I didn't. I don't watch the show, yeah. so it's one of those things where I had that sort of like you look familiar thing. <laughs> but I literally like smack ran into him because it was so crowded. And he was just, like, very nice and polite and, like, held the door open for me. And I was just like, you're so cute. Yeah, he's a sweetheart. My friend ran into him in a bathroom. And, yeah, (laughs) like, loveliest guy. And he looks – and then people, like, post pictures of him, like, holding this little kitten. And I'm like, God, my ovaries. Yeah, he does all the shows, too. That's awesome. And then I I was actually at a table um, across from a guy who I think was only on like one or two episodes. Like I think he got killed off right away. He was one of those kind of Mm -hmm. actors. Um, Daniel May something. And what do you look like? uh, Typical handsome Hollywood Uh. young. I let me see if I can find him. Daniel. You can tell me who he played. Daniel Thomas May. Daniel Daniel Thomas Thomas May. May. Yeah, I usually know the character and, names, but I'll look them up. And um, so it was a show where it was totally dead, and there was nothing to do, and nobody was coming around. Mm-hmm. And it was in the winter, so there was like snow and just abysmal, like ghost town. So it was just all the vendors kind of hanging out, talking to each yeah. other. And so it was like, you know, what a lovely guy. And I told him, I'm like, you got to come back. I'm like, I'm sorry, Jersey is this sucky in the winter. I'm like, you got to come back in the summer. You get some like blueberries. And (laughs) so like really treat yourself to the Jersey way. I know who he is. I know he is on the show. Oh, yes. He was part of the group with Tyrese. People listening, watch the show. And he accused Tyrese of putting the moves on his woman. And then he sided with the bad guys. And then the governor shot him. Spoiler for uh, three years ago. <laughs> yeah, so he was like just a nice guy to hang out with. Yeah, he's got a big part. Yeah, I know. Ever, I, if you can describe, you know, if I look him up, I'll be like, oh, I know who he is. Yeah, yeah. He did great on that show. He had that that un, unlikable role of being the, you know, antagonistic kind of being a jerk in the zombie apocalypse. Yeah. 
So is the little kid still on the show? Yeah, Carl's still there. Voice changed. Oh, okay. His voice changed. That's adorable. They kind of wrote him in. They kind of have him. Uh, he kind of has a girlfriend, not really girlfriend on the show. On the show. Okay. And it, so he kind of has a romantic storyline, but not really. Well, if um, I'm going to have to look this up while we're talking here. Um, somebody that I know who has been collecting comics for many, many, many years. He actually was one of the curators at the Jeppy Museum. Oh, yeah. I love that place. I love it. It's it's a phenomenal place. And so Michael Soloff is actually selling some of his comics, which he's never sold. He's never sold anything before. And he has about a dozen Walking Dead uh. comics up for auction. If you go to hakes.com. H-A-K-E-S dot com. Uh, you should be able to, to find them. Um, but, like, there's some, like, big, huge books that are, like, 500 bucks. Yeah. And then there's some, that are like, 100, 125. And, uh... They're hard to get. Like, I I always... I'll go on eBay. You know, not right now because I'm house searching. But, you know, I make the search. It's heartbreaking. Trying to find... <laughs> Trying to find one of some of the older issues because there was it's independent comic, you know, and it they those orders on the initial ones were not very big, which is mind blowing, just mind blowing. Yeah, that they weren't it very didn't, big. It, it, yeah, it didn't take off for, for a while. Yeah, and I mean, so if you've got you know, I've seen this is crazy, but I've seen a number one issue that was sat in the sun in the back of a car and it sold for a lot. Wow. It, it was terrible, and somebody bought it. I was like, I can't buy that. <laughs> it would hurt me. It would hurt me. It would hurt my soul. I have a copy. I don't see. I don't want to part with it now. I have one of the uh, sketch covers, one of the blank issues, and I got it signed by Robert Kirkman and Norman Reedus. So I think that's my. Um, I'm going to leave in that in my will. Okay. You know? I was gonna say, that's your retirement. Plan. No, it's not. That's how stupid I am. I couldn't. I, I can't retire on it. But I'll, if I die, somebody can have it. <laughs> I told him when he signed it, I'm like, it's my legacy. Sign it. Sign it nice, there Robert. Because <laughs> if you sell it, as soon as I want, I'll, I'll like miss it. Aww. So, you know, speaking of comics and indie comics and stuff, where is, is Tara normal now? Because, um, you know, I know you've done some Kickstarter stuff and we spoke uh, like two years ago. Yeah. So Tara herself was in a place where she could talk to ghosts except for her deceased mother. Yeah. So I want to I want to hear some updates like where she is where and she what's is going on life. with the, the next book. Well, we got that first book. Um, it was Tara Normal and uh, it's on Comixology. People like the digital comics. You can check that out or you can go to my site and get a copy. Um, so that book is done. I won't spoil it for them, but she... Uh, you know, that, that story, um, people are actually surprised how big the book is. I brought it to New York Comic Con, and they're like, this book's huge. I'm like, I should split it to two. Why did I make it so big? But uh, it's got this full story where, yeah, she she can see and speak to ghosts, and she can also punch them, and she also fights other monsters. So in the new book that we're working on, which is called Season of Evil, which had this successful Kickstarter in May, I'm delivering it to backers in December. So, like, I'm working on it right now, you know, and then we'll have that small print run for that. So, you know, I'm in inking. Um, she, in the second book, she runs into somebody kind of has similar powers to her, and his name's Charlton, and he's got a new show. She always runs into these paranormal uh, reality stars, and they're always, like, jerks to her. 
and she because she does everything for free for the people and she, you know right. she's it's all like about the ghost, truth yeah like ghost face or yeah yeah supernatural. Yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah and um here's another one but he can actually uh a ne- he's like a necromancer and he can bring back the dead so he can make a ghost appear for you so if you lost somebody he'll come up to you chris angel style with the cameras on him and he does this in a cafe in the book and he says did you lose anybody and she's like i lost my son you know and he's kind of preying upon them in that way and for the cameras and he said what would you say if i could bring him resurrect him and she said i think you're a liar and a horrible person and he does it like he makes the ghost appear so it's all about finding how did he get these powers so it's connected to the first book and she doesn't like him right away because she knows since it's for a tv show there's something sinister about him and but it's also making you wonder is she just mad because somebody else is in the game now doing it you know because a lot of people are liking him he's very charismatic but he's the villain of the book so you know that right away um so it, we're gonna kind of i play with that a lot um it's a really strong script um uh, I think it's a better script than the first one, which is great. I think it's a, it's also a shorter story because we have the anthology. So I really like telling these shorter stories, you know, uh, and still laying character work in there. And you're also going to have a flashback to one of the characters of Jake Weston, who is in love with Tara, but she always keeps a distance. So, and you know, she he... she always pushes people away. Okay. And so did he get cured of his lycanthropy? Um, well, we're getting into that because that's in the webcomic, but that will come up. I'm okay. joining them in a way. So if you read the webcomic, you know, you know him from there with the werewolf stuff. We'll get into that. But yeah, this is kind of before he had that. So okay. I like I tie them all together. And this one's actually more like the webcomic because of the f- I put a lot of fun humor, you know, because the first one got dark. It still had humor, but it's very serious. Um, this one we get into a little more fun. And a lot, especially the anthology part, is just like a, a year's worth of webcomic in that section. So that was what was really fun to work on because, you know, that in there I can have all kinds of stories. So you have like a Yeti. I have a Yeti story finally. So not too many people do a Yeti story. No, that's true. So I get to have a fun little Yeti story. Some more ghost stuff, some more monsters. Um, and that that Mexico story will be very exciting. Um, I think Tara is growing to the point where now that she has some closure in that first part, now she wants to advance her uh, her mission to make people not so afraid of the unknown and to also stop stop these copycats that come out and try to take advantage of people and use this stuff to profit because she's trying to make it all free for everybody. So, yeah, like the, uh, you know, people like the Long Island media. Right, right. It's wrong. I mean, she's totally against people like that. She's into helping people. And um, that was one of her lines from the first book. It's not about fame. It's not about, you know, the T-shirts you sell. It's about helping people. And that's really what she's about. And so because these people can't get her on the show, they can't get her to play the game. So they're sent out to beat her. You know, um, she invented technology. She uses technology to help us see what she sees. Because, cool. you know, it's and there's a funny there's a funny anthology part in there uh, written by my friend, Rich Bernatovich, who does Sentinels um, that he wrote from the perspective of us seeing her. So she would be just punching air. <laughs> it's kind of funny because you never really see that, you know, because we can't see the ghost that she's punching. So I think oh, I think that's why this other character, Charlton, so people love him so much. You can see what he's producing. So when he resurrects a ghost and, you know, makes it appear, you're seeing it. Tara doesn't have that power right now without her her uh, kind of Iron Man gadget, gadgetry. So it's 
it's all about combining that and just taking these steps into making the character bigger, you know? And um, I'm really excited because people like to heard the character of Kelly, too. Kelly Savage, who's in it, who's based on one of my friends. And she's kind of like Tara's best friend. And uh, you get to find out more about her. So I really like the character developing, you know? And I can, I have, I can afford to do that because it's a graphic novel. Well, these are, um, that's something that it's common in. in oh, my dogs what? are going to freak out. Hi, dogs. Hi, dogs. Pugs. It's, a, it's something that's common in a lot of the hero stories, whether it's Buffy or whether it's a superhero thing and you have like Booster Gold. Yeah. You know, like, like this, their time is consumed. So isn't their time worth something? Yeah. I think, I think with these, and, and, and this is the cool thing because it's all available on like, uh, comiXology so people can get it and check it out for a more affordable price you know that than some uh, other books can offer you know um because it's indie i think it's i really what i wanted to set out to do was create a world that is like you said in the beginning of the podcast it was all halloween right you you celebrate halloween all month yeah not just one week or one day so this book is like halloween all year long so the town she lives in little sam will be all year long is halloween that's really what she feels, and that's really what her goal is. Now, how great is that? I don't know for some people. <laughs> Do you want to live in a world that's all Halloween? I would, but that's you're going to come. You're going to come into contact, you know, later on in the series with people that might not want that. You know, like fuddy duddies and stuff. I always wanted to say fuddy. Well, if you've ever been to Salem and any other the real Salem, yeah. not little. Salem. Yeah. If you've ever ever been to the real Salem, any time of the year in the summer or whatnot, I mean that's what you know it is. It's, it's all Halloween. Halloween. Yeah, yeah, the witches and stuff. Oh, we have a really cool story um, that shows the founder of Little Salem, and it's really a great love story. It was a Valentine episode on the webcomic, and that'll be in the book um, about the founder um, Elizabeth Shellington. So we're going deep into the history of why this town is cursed. Um, that Tara lives in and how perfect it is she, she lives there. But it was about her and her, uh, her, uh, her girlfriend, her lover at the time, they escaped England. You know, they were getting persecuted, prosecuted and persecuted. So they came to little Salem to set up for a new life. And of course they had, you know, the town believed they were witches. So they have to all deal with that and how tragic it is. That's pretty cool. Yeah. And now the, you named the other guy, the reality show guy, you named him Charles. Charlton. So it's like Charles. Charles. So it sounds like yeah. Charles. Yeah, 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 okay. yeah. Oh, it's blatant. Okay. My my okay. my naming has gotten even. Yes, yeah, so we have paranormal. I took pride in that. So now we have yeah, we have Charlton. There's Holly Weird. Okay. Holly Weird is another fun one. Well, I know that you've done some really fun, um, not just names, but you throw in like all kinds of wacky cameos yes. and like parodies and stuff like that. So like like David Bowie appears in the webcomic. Yes. And but is he really David Bowie? He's nineteen eighties David Bowie. 19, so Just that specific like, decade. An eighties Madonna yeah. is a zombie in the comic. So like the, uh, you know, parodies are so fun. So how do you like? Are you have you just always been like a funny guy? Because like everything like has it keeps it from being grotesque horror. Yeah, and that's what I want. You know, because um, I know you specifically, you're not a big fan of like horror horror, right? But. I would hope, you know, so something like this, I like to have fun in it because in the eighties there was a lot of horror, but it was fun. Like Lost Boys, it has horror, but it's fun. Yeah. That's what I want. That's what these books are a throwback to. I always, I loved Mad Magazine growing up. I'm always into humor. I think, you know, I'm an artist, so I get like, I love the depressing times in life. Trust me. But 
I also have a lot of weird. I have a weird sense of humor, and humor's with me constantly. Because otherwise, I think I'd lose it. So I, I just find myself when he writes his stories, I'm like, I gotta throw in jokes. I just think naturally I would have a joke. Like if I'm ghost hunting, I tell a lot of jokes, and I think you get more reaction that way when you have fun. Because um, I don't think it has to be all spooky and creepy, and I think don't think that's how life should be. I think life has a lot of humor, you know. And uh, so I try to, yeah, I try to always put that in the book because I think people are looking for a laugh when, when they're looking, they're looking for escape. And that's what I want to give them when they read the book. So I want them to get their creep. I want to have creepy stuff and then also humor. So like the Goonies and, you know, Monster Squad, that's the kind of stuff I liked. I agree. And I, I love to put the fun in funeral. As I exactly. Said. I just said that I, the other day. Oh my God. Was, I said the other I, day. Yeah, no, I love laughing and telling great stories and stuff at funerals. Because that's what they should be. They should be celebrations. And they're really weird. Their funerals are and, weird. And it's a good stress reliever. Such a good stress reliever. Yeah. I'm, laugh. Just You should absolutely get silly and laugh. Yeah, because I think people are, people get really frightened. Like, you know, when, they, when somebody has a house haunting, they're really scared. And I wanted Tara to represent the, the hope, you know, that there's positivity and you don't have to be afraid. Like, she's showing you not to be afraid. She'll make jokes, you know. She'll mock, you know, like, she fights the devil in the first book for a reason. That you don't have to be, you know, don't don't let that stuff frighten you. And, and that sh- if she can fight that, she can stop anything. So it's really about a, being a, just putting some fun, yeah, fun in funerals, fun in creepy times. Because I think, I always like those movies, like, I like when, I liked Nightmare on Elm Street because Freddie made jokes. You know, and there's a lot of twisted humor in those, even though they get rid- even the first one is super creepy, but he's got a lot of twisted jokes. And I think that helps things. I think that's why people like Scream so much. I think it got a little too far later on, uh, uh, but people really like laughing. It's kind of like, a, this is why you go to a haunted house or something at a carnival, you know, or you go, you know, because when people are scared, they'll laugh. Like, yeah, man, I've had a panic attack in a haunted house. Did so you? Well, that's the opposite yeah. of a, did you go to one yeah. of the super creepy ones? It felt super creepy. <laughs> was it not? A, was it a $5 one? It might have been in Salem. I can't even remember where he was, but I bet you it was up Don't there. Don't go to a Canada one. They're creepy. Um, But I, you know, I might, if I were, I, if I were like partnered with you on a ghost hunt, then maybe I could do it and get through it successfully because a friend of mine has asked me for years and years and years to go with her. And I and, and I won't go. I'm like I'm no fucking way. Am I staying up all night in some stranger's house? <laughs> paying first of all, first of all, paying hundreds of dollars for the privilege to do this and to, to like want to pee my pants. Like it's you know like I don't know that I would survive the night. Yeah, I mean, well, uh, the the rule that my friend Tommy uh, Jason from Ghost Hunters just said it. You know, when in doubt, get the hell out. So what have you been doing that like this year? We did. We actually did a local private ghost hunt for a, a a friend that said that he had they were having stuff happen in their house. They're doing renovations, so they said they were having stuff happen in the house, which is that's common. So when people say we have a ghost, I'm like, are you working on your house? Yes. Oh well, you're probably raising something up, but we wanted to show it's not evil, you know. Um, it's not. It's not evil that some, something's knocking, making knocking sounds in your house. It may not even be a ghost. But we went and uh, we uh, we believe that there was something paranormal happening, but that it's okay, and it's a good thing. It just means that we we, we did a series of questions with um, 
uh, answering yes or no with the f- flashlight. There's a flashlight trick where you get the mag light. You get one of those little mag lights and you set it up so that a touch will make it light up. So the belief is that the spirit is making it light up when you ask it questions. So you, okay. you can do yes or no. Because I've done that with pendulums. Just a pendulum yeah. is like, you know, you, you say, show me a yes, and then you say, show me a no. And that yeah. way, whatever, whatever it swings for those answers, then you know what you're... Right, something's there. Yeah. Whatever they can interact with, right? Yeah, and right. I've gotten great responses with that flashlight at events to the point where at Fort Mifflin in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, I, I could wave my hand and it would go with the light. Like, I was like, something was following me room to room using the flashlight to the point where if I went to it and I go, I'm going to turn it off. It was, the light would fade with my hand. And to the point where I was like, are you messing with us? Ha ha ha. And I made like a Muppet mouth with my hand for the ha ha. It blinked with the laughter. That's unreal. Yeah. That's wild. And I've seen, and I've seen things at Stanley, which the shinings based on that hotel, um, where the flashlight, the, whatever spirit was using the flashlight really loved music. It's in their music hall. So if you go to the Stanley and stay there, they have a great paranormal group. They will show you this. If Jeremiah was a bullfrog playing on the, on somebody's phone, the light sang with the voice. Not the beat, not anything. It was literally going, and the brighter was, it went brighter with the louder you should be in the song. So if, if somebody's interested in uh, either like just trying it out for a you know, mm-hmm. uh, first time novice level, mm-hmm. where would they go? Where do they find information about how to do a ghost hunt? Well, we've got stuff on my website at terranormal.com. Um, I also suggest I read a lot of articles before I became friends with them at my friend, Jason Hawes. He has a website, uh, his taps. Um, cause I'm, you know, I do the magazine for them and stuff. You can always ask me any questions. Just contact me at terranormal.com. Um, because, you got to remind, you know, some of these, anybody charging is wrong. So if you think you have a ghost and you contact somebody and they're like, well, that'll be a hundred dollars. That's wrong. That's not, you're not supposed to charge for this kind of stuff. Um, the only way you would charge for a ghost hunt is if you're going to like the Stanley hotel, that place has to make money, you know, and they're letting you be creepy and stay up all night and <laughs> you know, ask, yeah. ask the air questions. So you have to pay okay. them for their time. But um, th- I would I would start out with them because they have a lot of with taps because they I know them I know the people there uh, my friend founded it so you know that's who I trust um, and there's different teams connected to them I think if you have something going on in your house the, the main thing to remember is how, more than nine times out of ten this thing's not trying to hurt you it's very rare if that's gonna have if somebody gets scratched or something. That's the most. But people aren't going to go flying like Paranormal Activity in the movies. You know? Um, but you can see some weird stuff. Like at the house we were at, there was a black shape right in front of us. In front of the coffee table. We just have a lot of ghost cats in this house. That's what we feel. They had a ghost cat, they said. Lots of ghost cats here. I mean, because we see them all the time. Like, my mom and I will swear that we... Saw you know, cat? It's like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, she's like, she's like, where's Keiko? I'm like, she's over there. And a cat might it's do like, something to you. That is a cat. So, yeah. The cat, yeah, so the cat could be projected. Yeah, I can't promise the cat won't do something. They're cats. Yeah. They Even in the afterlife, I think. But, yeah, I mean, I think it's important if something, don't think you're crazy. There's probably something on going on. But just to remember that there's different types and 
try out the flashlight with your own self, you know? You can try out that trick. Anybody can buy one of those Maglite flashlights. You might surprise yourself because we did research. Do research on who used to live there. That's what we did for this house. We found out there was previous owners. And I would kind of ask the current owners questions to validate, you know, to see if this is what they seem. And then we'd ask for the flashlight. I'd be like, is your name, you know, say John. It went blanked on for yes. And you just got to see because sometimes it, if it's going off on its own, you know, and it's not answering a question, reset the reset it try to get it to work right because there's just all these things and what you want to do is kind of have a tape recorder going too so if you get a voice and that flashlight answer they go together that can help you you know help you start to prove that something's going on so you just don't you don't want one or the other say you're getting cold you're feeling a chill do you have the temperature you know check the temperature check have a thermometer and be like oh i can prove it i did get a chill it got colder here at this moment you know, and then check, is it a draft in the place or something like that? Because we, I've been in places where the chill did happen because of we were sitting there doing an investigation. And it coincided with a hit on a K2 meter for electromagnetic activity happening where it went normally. So it's when you combine all of those things, that's when you start to prove in a way. I, I would set out to disprove, you know, just, that's the best way. But that, it's all if you want to believe. Because I know there's a lot of skeptics and stuff, and you should be. You think you should be skeptical because of stuff like the Long Island Medium, you know? Exactly. And and trust me, like, I loved watching John Edward when he was on. He's cold but cold reading a room, yeah. He's a cold, he's a, yeah, he does cold reading. And basically, uh, for as fraudulent as, as people like that can be, I mean, I would love that skill. No, it's great. It's a good, so it's I a would, carnival trick. It's great. It's a carnival trick, and that's and that's what if you ever watch the show The Mentalist, the character there yeah. actually grew up as a carnival performer, and that was what his father taught him to do was, um, you know, how to perform the. It's basically a trick, yeah. uh, how to read people. And like Psych does that too. Psych, Psych, yeah, Psych same does kind of thing where you can do that, you know, and. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it, it's a skill like that, and that's what a magician would do too. But like Chris Angel can do that, you know, and makes it shown. And Houdini was big into debunking because in yeah. they were it was crazier back mother. then. There was a lot, yeah, it was just yeah. way worse than where you had people like the Winchester House to bring it all around, being taken advantage of, and stuff like that. Um, and I also think there's people that do have a real gift and do have that ability, and they're the ones not trying to take advantage of people. Right, absolutely. Because, but speaking speaking of Chris Angel, though, yes. um, I have to say that Always. I had I had a wonderful date. It was wonderful, and he's going to listen, so I'm going to tell him that it was wonderful. Um, that uh, we went to see it wasn't Chris Angel, but he he basically um, organized a whole team yeah. oh, of illusionists and magicians called the Supernatural. Yes, yes, yes. And they were here in New Jersey. That's awesome. Was he there? So, you know, he was not there. So it was like, this, you know, they would pop up videos of him once in a while. Which you could tell they were like pre-recorded mm-hmm. videos. Um, but, uh, but they were great. So if you like Houdini and that kind of stuff, these, it, it was a, a reasonably small theater. So it's not like there was a bad spot in the house. And anything that was up close, like card tricks yeah. and stuff, they actually, they would bring cameras out to then like zoom in and like display them on bigger screens because the card tricks are obviously something that you can't 
see unless you have a right. you know a seat, a seat in the front right. um but there was like one guy who like never spoke a word and he was doing these card tricks and he just it looked like he was dancing with the cards and they were beautiful and you know of course they're all like rock star hot people with the heavy mm-hmm. metal music soundtrack mm-hmm. and like and like i mean some of the it was like skrillex and like real <laughs> you know <laughs> Like it was, it was a show. It was a hell of a show, and all the spandex and pleather you could imagine. Um, but there was a guy who does like the escape stuff, and he looks like Draco Malfoy. Amazing. Um, you know, so he's like stripped down to his little speedos, and he gets into this tiny little tank, and uh, and he gets out of this this uh, confined water chamber. It was amazing. This is fun stuff. Yeah, I got to see Chris Angel in Vegas. It blew my mind. He walked right That's by a- me. Did you touch him? No, I didn't because I don't know why. It's like touching Mother Teresa. Yeah, I also didn't want him to. I don't know. Get arrested. Yeah, yeah. what are you yeah, touching before? His show is very different than the TV show when you go live. He makes a lot of off-color jokes, which is hilarious. See, I, I, I want to see if I had a bucket list. I want to see Darren Brown. Like, I would, I would just like, I would faint. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> I love I love the show that he did live. I mean, I couldn't believe half the stuff how he did it because he oh no some of it was too scary. He'd vanish I, and I, then show up behind you, literally. You know, like we had really good seats. He'd show up behind clapping, and I'm like, what? Just amazing. I love stuff like that. Like I'm not, you know, and it does make you go, how did you? I don't want to know how he did it because it would be ruined for me. Oh yeah, no, me neither. I don't want to know. I want to believe this. My friend does magic, I, so I always like I don't know how he does. It. He goes, do you want to know? I'm like, no, no, I don't want to no, ruin. It's I, I enjoy the entertainment. Let me have it. Yeah, I mean, I don't want to peek behind the curtain. I like just the everything gets so ruined nowadays. You know, you can find out. I think with movies too. Movies too. Seriously, like everybody's talking about, you know, like the how the Star Wars trailer came out, and it was it was a fantastic example of a trailer because it didn't tell you anything. Right, right, right. And sometimes JJ goes too far with that, or he's just lying to you. The mystery box. Do you ever hear his TED talk? Oh, on the mystery yes. Box? I love the, t- yeah, I love his TED talk on the mystery box. If you're a writer, honestly, go look up that TED talk because it's fantastic. Just don't abuse the mystery box like he did with Star Trek into darkness. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Where he, he lied. Felt. He lied to us. He did lie <laughs> right to our faces. That's like Han Solo not being in the movie. Oh, don't do that. I know. He's keeping Luke in the mystery box. But that's the thing. Like I am, I am nervous about Luke Skywalker. He's in the mystery box. Because I'm like, they show you that Darth Vader helmet. Yep. It's all crumpled. I'm like, oh no, they better not make Luke an asshole. Oh no. Well, you saw, did you see that picture that leaked? The picture? There's a, no. there's a leak of Luke Skywalker. You can Google Oh, okay. It. They tried to get him down real quick. They had a leak of him. So I don't, I think, I, I think he's, my guess is he's in hiding. Or, okay. or he's captured. Because that one guy's going after him. Kylo Ren, the new cool bad guy. You know? The bad yeah. guy. The, okay. Yeah, I think he, he's a, Darth Vader fanboy, so he, okay. I think he wants to kill Luke, which doesn't make sense, you know, because he doesn't understand the full story that well, they love see, each my, other. My fear is that he comes out and is Luke. Oh, you think the bad guy's Luke? That's what I'm. Oh, afraid. I don't think so. Okay. You can be fine. I that'd be a crazy twist. That's a mystery box twist. Oh, I'd feel lied to because I feel that it's Adam Driver from Girls and the other that actor. He's he's Kylo Ren. Okay. You think that could be a mystery box switch, though? Oh, that's, that's the problems with the mystery box. It is. You think it, well, he's too thin to be Luke, right? I know Mark Hamill got lost a lot of weight, but he's very lanky. I don't know. They could do it. 
<laughs> he takes know, it off and Luke, I'll be so pissed. It's Hollywood. It's, I don't know. I think I'd be honestly pissed if he was Luke. That's, that's what and he'd be I like, I'm my own father. That would be his twin. I don't know. I think you're okay. I think it's Adam Driver. Okay. All right. And he's just, but, but I, I, I don't know. I think he might be Han and Leia's kid. Well, that could be, because I don't know if they're, I guess they ditched everything that had come out. Like, Oh yeah. That doesn't matter anymore. Cause the old, the old expanded. How, yeah. How heartbreaking. I, so if you like those books, they don't matter is what they're saying. Yeah. But you can still pick them up and read them and enjoy them and love them for all that. they. Yeah. Are. And shadows of the empire is awesome. So, um, but anyway, so we nerd out. That's awesome. But so before I let you go, because I know we're like, we've like, I've taken up so much of your no, time. No, this is fine it, because I don't, it's, it's awesome. It's I love fun. talking to you. And, and we need to do this more. Yes. So before I let you go, so I want to ask more comic advice okay. as, as a comic creator. Let's do this. So, um, okay. Well, a couple, uh, a couple things. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we had mentioned parodies and stuff and Terra Normal is, you know, has this whole supernatural ghost punching ability and the new female ghostbusters is coming Mm -hmm. out and i saw that you did a pinup of her in the female ghostbuster outfit so i was you know at first i was just gonna ask oh do you like this idea or not like how do you there is so much um strange backlash yeah yeah i mean and and star wars got it now too yesterday star wars has yeah (laughs) and i love she better be the new jedi ray i think she's a a beautiful she looks just like padme to me she's gorgeous and I, I want her to be the new Jedi. I'm pro, obviously, strong, fem- quote-unquote, strong female characters. Yeah, my book's mostly all women, you know, and they don't they don't need rescuing. I think with Ghostbusters, I think I think people were held on the line so long, and they really wanted that old team. Um, I hope it's good, right? I don't have a backlash, because they're going to make whatever movies they want to make. I don't understand the, I'm angry because they're, you know, I don't understand that. I love Kristen Wiig. Um, it's the other girl from Sarah Live that's in it. I'm See, I don't on. know. Kate McKinnon. Probably... Kate McKinnon's very great. She's okay. great. Yeah, there were there were two chicks that I don't even know. Um, I know Melissa McCarthy. Yeah, that's what I, I'm scared of the Melissa McCarthy character. I hope she plays a different kind of character. She's the same character. Exactly. I have a problem with that. Yeah. I have a problem with that. But um, I wish it was kind of connected to the old ones instead of a full reboot. That'd be okay. my only nerdy nitpick. I would like that. Why can't it just be? Yeah. Why can't they be continuing? Can't it? just be a, a franchise like right. they had to. They yes. had to branch out because Bill Murray Bankman loves money, and they yeah. would have that would have shown. And and I think people you're passing the torch because they're all going to have cameos anyway. Why did they have to go? I think the director said some really obnoxious things when he was like, because I think he was annoyed by the backlash, and he just wanted to be. No, we're just rebooting completely. You know, I don't get it. But they're going to make another one with all guys. So I guess yeah, all the weirdos exactly. will can have that. You know, okay. I don't. I, I was. And, I think the cartoon was amazing. Maybe they should have just done maybe, a cartoon. Well, when they do the the new all guys ones, maybe it'll just be like the Magic Mike cast. And yes, all that, that's the exact. Is McConaughey, if he becomes a Ghostbuster, <laughs> I'll love it. Yes, shirtless Ghostbusters, please. I think you can have everybody could be a Ghostbuster. So I don't, you know, I kind of get curious when corporations start trying to act like they're doing stuff for certain reasons, like all female power, but it's a corporation. You know, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I think it'll be good. I think people, girls should, can be Ghostbusters. 
I, yes. And always. So that was, and, uh, Janine was a Ghostbuster in the cartoon. Exactly. Exactly. And so, like, when you go to the Halloween store and they have the costumes, like, there was a, the petition to get them to to start stop labeling them. Like, Female start, Ghostbuster. Yeah. yeah, for, like, really specific things, like police officers. Yeah. Like, well, like girls the, need those girl sexy police... costumes, Amber. Yeah. You guys can't like, dress... You can't you can't have Halloween unless you get the the sexy one. Exactly. There's there's definitely like a lot of different <laughs> slutty ver- I'll have a post about this soon. Yeah. There's a lot of like versions of like the sluttiest versions of stuff like that. Sexy Freddy the- freaks me out. But, yeah, it does. It's not appropriate, but, like the- but I don't no, I, I have a friend that wore it and she did make it look good, so I can't complain. Ugh, <laughs> they don't even yeah, a lot of those girls don't even do like the disgusting Ugh. face makeup. Yeah, it's think- like, no, I'm pretty. Yeah, if you're doing Freddy sexy, do your face all burned. Yeah, so there's a lot of problems there, but the but it was the it's an issue with the age appropriateness too. Like the little girl police officer should not be no. in a little t- no, or like a little skirt. Yeah, but... they always put little girl things in little skirts, and it's like why, why, why? Well, that's the thing with Tara. I put her in a a skirt, you know, and um. But Tara's of age, right? She's Tara of age, she and it, the skirt <laughs> isn't super short. And there's stuff like that I think about, and then some other people don't think about that. Like, I get really disturbed if I see a comic or a costume like that, and I'm like, that's weird. Like, I don't do cheesecake things, and maybe that's why my sales aren't... My sales could be higher if I did, I guess. Maybe. Because <laughs> they're, you know... And I've seen script adaptations where they wanted to really make cross the line, and I was like, I don't understand this. It's not in the book at all. Well, I know there's uh, one of my friends who's a, a Cuba graduate. Uh, we keep in touch mm-hmm. online, and one of the companies told him that he needed to make boobs bigger on a character. And he was, like, so upset. Is it because like, they fluctuated that week? Because of no, water weight? Or is it, there was no story? Yeah, no. No, it's just, it was just one of those stupid <laughs> yeah. things. Like, well, okay, obviously you can draw, but make her boobs bigger. That's a weird editorial thing. I've Which, never done that with uh, artists I work with, like my friend Leo. He doesn't draw tarot's you know, press as big as I do, but that's fine. That's what he wants on the cover. I mean, you know, cause I'm not like that. Yeah. I just don't think like that. I don't get it. I, I don't Yeah. You, there's, there's a different, like, yeah, you don't have, like you said, like her underwear is not. No, showing. no. And she's not, like, you know, there is, I mean, once in a while, like you'll have her like get, getting changed and something silly happens to her, but that's yes, different. That's that. a, she's walked in for a cheesecake moment. Yes. Yeah. I did that. Um, but it's not, but overall, yeah, she's... But like, then yeah. the werewolf changing got shared more. Think about that. Mm-hmm. When <laughs> I got those, there's a group out there that likes werewolf transformation scenes, and they liked when Jake turned into a werewolf. Oh, I believe That was it. a fetish I didn't know existed. There's a fetish for everything. And I was like, wow, I, feel, I should do this more. That should be all my website is. Him just changing. He's been shirtless, too, for no reason. So I do it both ways. <laughs> Yeah, I don't, I don't, yeah, that's weird. That's weird. And that's, I, I, I'm glad the Ghostbusters in, in this one don't have like a sexy out, like it's not sexy. It's just a Ghostbuster outfit. It's a Ghostbuster. Well, that was the thing. That was the first thing I did when they announced that it was all females. I went to like the, the, the Hall. Yeah. I went like Party City website, clipped all the pictures together because there's even like sexy Stay Puft. There's there. a sexy Rick Grimes from Walking Dead. And yeah. Sexy Rick I mean, Grimes. I mean, he's already sexy, right? That's but true. the girl then, but dressed they, like him has to wear a short skirt. But now there's sexy Donald Trump. That no. actually looks more like Angus from ACDC. But Is there really sexy Donald Trump? Sexy Donald Trump. It's it's ridiculous. There's sexy Burton and Ernie. They got they got, actually got sued for sexy Burton and Ernie. They should. They should. Uh, That's wrong. They're always sexy. 
That's what I'm offended by. Because when you're saying this version of the costume, Bert and Ernie are always sexy. Yeah. That's offensive to me. I'm offended. (laughs) So let's talk about um, what I wanted to, to get you, you know, final thoughts on. While we're talking about this is because we talked a lot about the fashion of the characters Mm -hmm. in the the last time we spoke. Um, So now you have like merchandise. You had the Frank and Kitty shirt Mm -hmm. out there that you said, you know, you gave the fans all the credit for funding. So. um, So what's the approach now as like this independent creator owned guy? Like, how do you advance and expand merchandising from just your comic strip content? Well, what I'm doing is I try to always do a pre-sale and then see what people like, you know, because some people, you know how, well, Facebook's really changed. So it used to be easier to do something like that. So I try to have to do it through multiple channels to get shirts sold. And I do a lot through Kickstarter too. So people funded the Tara, the ghost punch shirt, where it's just like her busting through. So it looks like she's kind of punching through your chest. It's kind of cool. Um, That was possible because of the Kickstarter. We had so many people wanted that shirt. Um, I think you have to kind of test it with your audience. A lot of people like that Frank and Kitty symbol, um, because you can wear it and nobody knows what it is. And yeah, it's an adorable little logo. Oh, thank you. And it's very strong. And, um, and so people can feel that connection and, and it could go with, I have people buy that never buy the shirt. That'll happen too with buttons. They'll just buy them, you know? And I'm like, you don't want the book too. And, uh, <laughs> so I think you really have to test waters that way. Um, I, in the next year I want to expand by doing, I don't have a Patreon yet, but I want to do that and get that hooked up to where we're bringing back the web comic as far as weekly contact content. Cause it took a break from that, but, uh, I'm ready to share more stories in a way and do that. And I just have to get ready for the relaunch. I think you do not want to make more merch than your audience can handle at a time. Um, I think even pushing Kickstarters too often, you know, I did one in May after doing one the Halloween before um, so that I could have the book around this time and work on it. I think there's, you just got to be careful. You're not draining your audience. I think there's a danger in that. And I think that can happen with merch too, because I would love to have action figures, right? Who wouldn't? I'm a big fan of action figures, but is that really what my audience once or i'm sure they want but are they gonna buy them because they that it would be expensive probably be like 40 dollars for a little statue or something yeah if i can get that low you know yeah so then you're going to a con and like i know she's really cool that'd be cool i'm sure she would sell but is that what you want to do to put yourself at risk you know so i think it's just all about managing that I think starting out with a shirt is good because people are going to buy the shirt, but I would, fu- I would fund it via pre-orders. And that's what I've always done. Cause I had, I had one Tara shirt and people said they were in it, but nobody went through with the pre-order. I don't know if it's cause they didn't see the link, you know, on Facebook cause they made it so hard, you know, with the algorithms changing and stuff like that, but it just didn't happen. And that's why you never print them first or something like that. So I think that's why um, Patreon is better because once you become a backer, you're getting notifications. Mm-hmm. And and since it's like a perpetual thing, unlike Kickstarter, which is just a one-off, yeah. uh, it's a perpetual thing. You can stay informed, and then like one month, you can increase your your you know support. Yeah. And then you can back it back down, and you can hit maximum and stuff like that. So the rewards could be different. Yeah, and I wanted to do it so that I had content to reward people with. Because right now, you know, this book is for what it's for, but I'm going to uh, bring back the Terra webcomic. Well, I guess that's an, exclu- that's an exclusive for you. 
I never really discussed Woo-hoo! that out. But I just think yeah. it's very it, it was very fun for me. And then when we had the the paranormal debacle that I had to go through, it wasn't as fun because yes. I gave away yeah. ideas in my mind. You know, and I know people loved it, but you just got to deal with the when the author's having a problem like that. You just I know people understood, but I want to bring it back because I think I've proved I outlasted that crap. I mean, Tara's Yeah, but she, Tara could but, kill her anyway. So, <laughs> but yeah, but that's just I mean, you know, you had like imposters, basically. Yeah, yeah it, it, it happens almost every year. It's very odd. I'm like, I guess that's just part of it. I learned that a woman invented Monopoly. And it was stolen from her. Wow, yeah. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. I I learned Lego was a ripoff. It blows your mind. Oreos is a ripoff. That Hydrox stuff was first. Those terrible Hydrox cookies were first. Can you believe that? We all judge (laughs) those cookies, too. I know. We all judge them. We're like, ew, Hydrox. And it's like, God, if they would have done that with me, I would have died. People were like, ew, terranormal. They weren't. They didn't make a better cookie, though. So that's the important yeah. thing. I'm the better cookie. Well, well, it's funny because when, uh, like you know, Fables was oh like, yeah in its, in its prime and everything, and then and it had already been optioned for TV, yeah. and there was this when it's going to start with. And then Once Upon a Time started, yep. and it was just like, well, f- screw you. <laughs> and think about it. At least they have DC and they have a video game and stuff like that. People know, you know, but like indie, it's worse. Like, it's worse. It's it's way worse, like, if you're in... Because, you know, at least they have that achievement of the comics got out, and people know it. And people, well, yeah, I mean, like, but still, and, it sucks. They, it sucks horribly. They can, they can afford lawyers. I know, I mean, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Come on. Yeah, because when you face it, and people wonder why, oh, why did it take so long for copyright, you know, for these things to happen? Well, because it's expensive, and it's hard to prove. Because the other people will counter-sue and try to take everything, everything of your life away. But also, you have to, that other thing has to make money in order for you to sue. Like, if it was Harry Potter, I, you, you could sue right away. You can find a lawyer. If you have something and it's, you know, legit or not legit in lawyers' minds, they think they'll just get a settlement, they'll go for it. But if you have a book, if you were ripped off by a book and it bombed, there's no, what are you going to get? You know? Because you're going to spend more money to get that. So something like, I think something like with fables, I guess they just didn't want to. I guess because maybe people would say fairy tales are, you know, yeah. open, I guess. Well, but, I mean, yeah, they took that idea and they amazing. changed it in a way. And, it, yeah, it's exactly the same. It's so confusing. They, it's just. They Disneyfied it. I mean, you know, they've Disney already, you know, makes how many freaking movies about that stuff. Oh, yeah. that You can't fight Disney. That's a scary no, thing. I mean, I, that's why I just hope Disney would pay legitimately. Which they seem to do. I mean, if they bought Star Wars, they'll pay you. Hopefully. Hopefully. <laughs> I don't even want to pay. That would be a nightmare. That'd be like that'd be the worst nightmare. So hopefully, I don't have an enemy at Disney. That'd be horrible. But they have <laughs> they have um, oh so, so, uh, John Carpenter just won a lawsuit for cop for oh. infringement. I think they call it plagiarism. See, there's there's different levels. I think it was plagiarism. It was for the um, the movie uh, Escape from New York. He said that movie was a lockdown or something. Lock. It was some something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, he said it was, and they agreed. The courts agreed, which is rare. It's yeah. super rare because the guy didn't have an eye patch, and they could say that. You know, it's like they think like that. You know, sometimes. it has to be significant. It has to absolutely be significant, and there's no measurement for what significant means. Yeah, and I think a lot of these things, if you look, it's derivative in a lot of cases, and that's the most annoying thing. 
you know, what, what it says everything. Yeah, I mean, yeah, exactly. When people say there's no original ideas, no, it's the way you do it and shape it. But like, if you're going like, oh, I just I saw I saw something in a comic store, it blew my mind. It was just Ghostbusters, but they made it steampunk. But it literally yeah. looked like Ghostbusters. I was like, how does that get away? I don't understand that. I was like, that's scary. Yeah. I'd be afraid I've, of Sony coming for me for that. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen a lot of, um, you know, things that, that remind me of Hellboy. And, oh, yeah, yeah. You know, and it's not that I enjoy them any less. Like, I'll just be like, hey, this just really reminds me of Hellboy. Hellboyish. It's so popular when you do stuff like that. Yeah. He, he, and I, I just, there's so, uh, yeah, I think comics are always meant to be pulpy and like even Batman was derivative. Of Superman, so I mean, I think it's in the nature, but I think it's when things like, oh, it's so frustrating when you when you see it and you know, you know. It, I think Batman was like a, I mean, not only inspired by Zorro, yeah. but I think there was a ripoff of a bat character. Oh yeah, the bat. The bat. They're literally called the bat. Or bat black there bat. There was the something. spider. There was the spider. I mean, these these things you don't yeah. realize, and it's, it's just yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just it's just it's weird to think. Of. I mean, you just I think you got to go out there. Try to have an original idea. Try, please try, and uh, get it. You know, do your copyright, do your trademarking. I didn't realize that have to be trademarked already. I never thought that would happen so quickly. I thought trademarking was like when you're going to be, you know, in stores and stuff. Like when you're going to, yeah, have commercial. I didn't know I'd have to do it so quickly. <laughs> wow. Well, I think people are people are weird now with the internet because they don't realize that half these parody shirts are just illegal. Yeah, they are. I mean, and that's some aren't you know, parody. Like places, places like um, like Redbubble. Oh, yeah. I mean, you can just you can just upload anything and basically steal it. Yeah. And 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 just I mean, if you're drawing Doctor Who and then you put on a shirt, I don't know if that's a satire shirt. It's not really a mashup. You kind of just drew Doctor Who. Like I don't put my caricatures on shirts like that because mm-hmm. I think that's not right. You know, like I, you know, I, I. Where you're already doing prints at Artist Alley, so you're going to put it on shirts now? I don't know. It's just weird to me because I worry so much about copyright infringement and stuff like that. I guess you. They, I guess they figure if they get the cease and desist, that's what they have to deal with. Yeah, I think a lot of people just do that. They just w- wait and see how long they can get away with it. <laughs> the mashups kill me. Do you ever just get yeah. fatigued? Yeah. Well, because some of them, especially with cosplay. I'm like, what at this point hasn't been, t- you know, mashed together, especially with Star Wars? They'll surprise you. They'll put Mario with anything. And it's like, wow, everything, I just, ever, as soon as I think everything's been done, there's something else. They'll do it. They'll put Mario with something I never thought he belonged with. Yeah. It's- and that's, and I, and because I like to be, uh, if I can, I like to be the, you know, not have duplicate costumes. Yeah. Um. You know, just to stand out a little bit. Like there's, there could be like twelve, you know, versions of Wonder Woman, but I like to see all different kinds. Yeah, different twists. You, you know, so um, yeah. So I'm like, well, I guess the mashup people are absolutely ensuring nobody else is going to be wearing the same the same dress to prom. You know. Yeah, you can always look up a mashup. Be like, yes, I want steampunk Wonder Woman, or I want yeah Mario Brother Wonder Woman. <laughs> <laughs> and it's probably yeah. There's probably someone that's thought of thought of something else weird hello kitty hello kitty darth vader is that exactly it? and are people gonna do the wonder wasn't there a wonder woman show that never took off and there was only a pilot oh, yeah. where she had the pants yeah is anybody gonna do that i think somebody did <laughs> i've seen one cosplayer did somewhere it? that did that ugly outfit that is a terrible outfit yeah. that poor actress she didn't 
I know, but she's gone on to greater success, yes. much better than Wonder Woman. Yeah. So good for her. Yeah. It's better than being pants Wonder Woman. Yeah. Mockingbird is, is an awesome character. So Yeah, I just have Shoot problems it. when people put pants on Wonder Woman. I don't know why. But I think that was <laughs> wasn't that a Gloria Steinem thing too? She got offended uh, when they put her in pants. Yeah, well that was because they also took away her powers when they did that. Yeah, they took away everything that made her. Like she's a she's an icon. She, yeah, I mean, I like the I like the bathing suit, but I do like the gladiator style. The oh, that's pretty badass. Linda Carter would look great in that too. Yeah, I mean, I think the gladiator style like really fits more of a warrior. The, the yeah, which a lot of people aren't into. They're they're like, oh, she shouldn't be that you know violent. Blah blah blah. <laughs> well, kind of like I like Wonder Woman with a sword. What can I say? <laughs> she has a violent past. She has a lot of spanking. Yes, well, that too. I don't think there's enough S and M anymore in Wonder Woman. <laughs> I'd like to sing some opera back. Oh, I'm sure there's there's plenty undertones. That's true. I Google safe search it. <laughs> <laughs> maybe even that Zack Snyder will do that. Maybe he'll have. It's actually, that's one conversation I wish would die with Wonder Woman. It's like, God, can we please let go of the freaking ball gag? The spanking? <laughs> no, that's her history. It is. I know it is. Because the the inventor was so into it. Yeah, I think Batman spanked ladies too. Certain issues. There was a lot of S and M going on in those offices. Batman, Batman's been tied up a lot. Yes, There's yes. a lot of a lot of Shabari he Batman has, going on. He has, he has a lot of things going on. They're always tying him up. There's some some stuff in the old DC offices. Exactly. Let's bl- we'll blame them. I'm, the New York water. The madmen that used to control them. Yeah, they must have been the, like the Madison Avenue kind of guys. They were probably all drinking in their offices back in those days anyway. Oh, absolutely. Now we just have to drink at home. I know. I know. And I want to go do that. Yeah. So let's, let's wrap it up for your drink. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, okay. So we've mentioned Terranormal.com. Terranormal.com. So um, you, the books are on Comixology. And it's not just Terra. You've got like a whole section. On yeah. I, I got my whole uh, print run. So if you dug what I'm talking about. You like scary stuff, but fun stuff. Um, it turns out almost everything I've done is weirdly horror. I just looked over and I'm like, oh, there's a lot of blood in these books. Uh, so you got Mr. Scoodles, my first book, which is fun. It's like Roger Rabbit meets uh, Dante's Inferno. And then, and that's at a low, low price. So I'd grab that whole book. Uh, Vincent, the painter of death, just showed up. People at Comicsology really like that one. He's a painter who makes artwork out of his victims. That's perfect for Halloween. And we have Terranormal. Uh, Terranormal Mysteries collects the first story from the webcomics, which is zombie dogs, aliens, zombies, stuff like that. And then the main Terranormal story collects the new adventures of Terranormal, which is a little more PG-13. Um, we were talking about that the whole episode. It's got ghouls, demons. She punches them. She wins the day. Stuff like that. So, yeah, they're all on Comixology. You can get them today. You could read it right now. And you can also go to my website, Terranormal.com, and get some... Uh, Hard copies of some of those books, if you want, and I'll sign them and mail them to you. Awesome! And if you're around uh, Atlanta on Halloween, go to Walker Stalker. Walker Stalker, I'll draw you. I, I specialize in the uh, Rick Grimes, Daryl Dixon sandwich. Ladies like to be posing in between them. Oh, they also like Norman Reedus licking them because he likes to lick people in photos. I draw them too, and then you can go get them go. signed by him. Make it worth way more money. There you go. <laughs> That sounds like a fun plan. Yeah. Or buy all my books and have Norman Reedus sign them. <laughs> and he'll go, why? Who cares? Like, whatever. Whatever. 
Pay the 80 bucks, I'll do it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Howie, welcome to New Jersey, and thanks for being oh, here. thank you. I will hang out more. All right. Definitely. In person Good. this time. In person, yeah. definitely, now that we can do that. I hope you build a moat. And we'll have a seance. Absolutely. We're mostly drinking. Yes. Well, they're always better that way. They're more effective seances when you're drinking. I, somebody will see something, definitely, if you do that. For sure. I've got some absence left. Yeah. Oh, jeez. You'll be hearing stuff. Yeah, it's it's awesome. I love it. I think it's tasty. It is, and it helps you write poetry. So, it can be bad poetry, too. Who cares? It doesn't matter. But, uh, so thank you. And, guys, you can... Um, you know, find me at Elizabeth Amber on Twitter and amberunmath.com. You can sponsor this fabulous show at patreon.com slash amberunmasked. There's been, um, all kinds of updates. You can, you, you know, like they got to see the pumpkin before mm. I publicly posted the pumpkin and the pumpkin tutorials now up. And, um, I did an basically an audiobook, even with my terrible audio problems. So the audiobook's posted in public now. And um, so that's the kind of kind of rewards and stuff that you get. And then keep your eye out for, you know, whenever Howie bites the bullet and does a Patreon too. Yes. Yes. And then I'll join you in that world. That's awesome. All right, guys. Have a wonderful, safe Halloween. Yeah, trick or treat. <laughs> <laughs>